Welcome to Behind the Schemes, a conversation about protecting our planet's precious wildlife from commerce, corruption, and counterfeit cures. This is Risha with Behind the Schemes, and in this episode, we're talking about the state of the African pangolin with Lisa Highwood, founder of Tiki Highwood Trust in Zimbabwe, member of the IUCN SSC Pangolin Specialist Group, and founding member of the African Pangolin Working Group. What can you tell us about the four African pangolin species? Risha, the four species um, of pangolin in Africa that you find are the ground pangolin, which is based in southern Africa, the white-bellied pangolin or the tree pangolin in central Africa, the black-bellied pangolin in West Africa, and then the giant pangolin, which can also be found in West Africa. And of these pangolins, uh, what are the sizes of them? How do they compare to, uh, to each other? If we saw them all lined up together, how could we tell one from the other? Okay, the the two, the white and the black-bellied pangolin, they spend most of their times in trees, so they're, they're the smallest out of the four, um, but very similar except in color. The white-bellied pangolin, as, it, as its name depicts, is, is much lighter in color. It's not white, but it's a much lighter color. And then the black-bellied pangolin, the skin is actually black. It's the most amazing thing to see. Um, and they both have very long tails, et cetera, et cetera. So those are very similar in, in look. And then the ground pangolin and the giant pangolin are very similar except for size. And I think that's one of the, the things that should be mentioned with the African pangolin is most of our, our pangolin are much heavier than the Asian pangolin. So the, the average weight of a ground pangolin, which is the pangolin that we used to working with here at the Tiki Howard Trust, is your average weight is sort of between 7 and 10 kgs. The largest ground pangolin I've ever worked with was 20 kgs, which is quite a formidable size in relation to your Asian pangolins, which are sort of run, you know, between four and six kgs is a good size pangolin for an Asian pangolin. So the African pangolins, the size ranges from just um, so that people can picture it would be the size of a cat up to a medium-sized dog. Yeah, um, a medium-sized cat, domestic cats, probably around about between five, five and a half kgs. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. The ground pangolin would be slightly heavier than that, and it would be a fairly young pangolin, if I can call it young. We not don't quote me on the ages of that because as of yet, to uh, age pangolin has not. There's no set formula to age pangolin at this hmm. moment in time, but we we do age or roughly guesstimate the age of a pangolin through the weight. So obviously when you're dealing with a 10 kg pangolin, you know that that's a mature pangolin. Um, a pangolin, a ground pangolin that comes into the center that is below um, four kgs is a much younger pangolin. Hmm. Okay. Thanks. Has there been uh, an increase in pangolin trafficking cases in Africa? Yes, most definitely. Um, most definitely there's been a rapid increase over the latter two to three years. Um, I think we can attribute that to air routes that have been opened between Africa and Asia. Um, there's a considerable amount of Asian workers coming into Africa. Um, and I think what we have to take into consideration is a cultural difference um, between one race and another. Um, in Africa, our prime use in in a traditional sense was medicinal use for the for the 
African pangolin um, and maybe a bit of bush meat. Um, but the, the, the trade, if I can use that word, because it's the word that we're all discussing at the moment, was not very apparent in the pangolin uh seizures within Zimbabwe. Now there's a definite trend to a demand for the pangolin and therefore it is now being a traded commodity. And it's going outside of Africa now, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, all four species have been linked to seizures within um, uh, Vietnam as well as China. Hmm. Which African countries have been affected by this trade so far? Look, I, I think that's a, it's a, a difficult question to ask 100% um, correctly. Um, personally, and through my opinion, I would believe that most range states within Africa are being affected by this trade. Uh, where we have a problem currently is that the enforcement or the authorities um, that are policing the trade within the different countries themselves are not necessarily fully aware of the demand for pangolin and therefore don't necessarily see it. But now when there are seizures made and, and the animals are laying out on, on the ground, you will be you start seeing pangolins on literally every seizure that's going through borders. Um, pangolins are part of that trade. Hmm. Um, part of every seizure, you mean when there's other uh, wildlife contraband? Correct, yeah, correct. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So in, in from my understanding about Asia is a lot of the seizures, you would get a specific seizure which has 122 pangolin or 39 pangolin. Um, in, in Africa, as of yet, we are not seeing high figures of pangolin being traded in one seizure and just pangolin. It would be porcupine, rodents, primates and pangolin, if, if you can see the comparison. Interesting. Huh. Um, you mentioned uh, enforcement. Now, there was a historical sentencing for a pangolin trafficker in Zimbabwe. Tell us more about that. There was indeed. We were um, very pleased to see the law being enforced. Uh, and in Zimbabwe in October of last year, 2013, um, our first pangolin poacher was found guilty and he was sentenced to nine years in jail for poaching a pangolin. So we are very happy with this sentence and obviously praise the judiciary system within Zimbabwe and hope that this will continue. Um, I am sad to say that there have been poachers subsequently to this poacher in October re-pangolin and the following poachers were not given the full sentence. So that's something that we would have to work on and, and try and get more knowledge about the importance of pangolin, etc., through the judiciary system and make sure that the law of Zimbabwe is enforced. But the law does protect the pangolin within Zimbabwe. Hmm. And what are some of the challenges in sensitizing uh, the judiciary to pangolin cases? Um, I think just getting the knowledge, getting the group of people that make up the judiciary system. So you, you, you have to start with the guy that does the arresting right up to your magistrate. And all of those people need to be um, sensitized to the importance of pangolin um, with any animal. If this is just not pangolin. I mean, it should be with ivory. It should be with rhino. Um, 
ivory and rhino is a lot more in the forefront of discussion. Uh, pangolin, particularly in Africa, it's not a species that has been dis discussed in the same circles as rhino and ivory until recently. Um, so I think that all those different systems that make up the legal system need to be educated. And that obviously comes with funding, with having the correct personnel doing the education um, and saying these are the reasons why our natural heritage needs to be protected. Hmm. What are some of the positive trends that you're seeing with pangolin conservation in African countries? Risha, here I would say that what is very exciting is that like-minded people are actually coming together and uh, they're networking, they are goal-searching and coming up with an idea, a system whereby we can all follow the same flow of the river, so to speak. The ultimate goal is to work towards bringing this animal back from the verge of extinction. And by having like-minded people from around the globe, not just within Africa, you know, we have a lot to work, learn from Asia. Um, within Asia, the people that have worked with pangolin have been doing it possibly a lot longer than we have in Africa. And so to be able to bridge that gap and come together and work together to a, a reasonable solution, I think is very exciting for somebody like myself. Excellent. And tell us what we can do to help protect pangolins. I mean, even if we're not on the African continent, what can everybody do? I think the first thing is to be aware. We all need to be aware. And, and with awareness, hopefully, comes secondly, comes respect. Um, I think if anybody is traveling within Asia or Africa and come across something that looks unsavory, like a pangolin on the side of the road, they need to make sure that they know who to contact. And in every country, there is a national park. So it might be called something different, but every country has a national park system. And wh whoever the tourists are traveling between Africa and Asia, if they see something that looks like a, a poaching of, of a species of animal particularly pangolin in our case, uh, they need to go to the correct authorities and, and get that animal off the side of the road, however they can. That's one thing which I think can make a big difference um, because people, by being aware, um, it, it brings, again, that word respect, and I feel very strongly about that, it brings respect to the species that we share this planet with. Absolutely. And when you say side of the road, you mean being sold at a market, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay, yeah. not necessarily... Um roadkill or ran over something, but actually being at a, sold at a roadside market uh, with bush meat and whatnot, correct? Correct. Any pangolin that is on the side of the road is invariably being poached illegally mm -hmm. and uh, is being sold because there is uh, there's trade, i.e. they want money for that animal. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thanks so much, Lisa. I really appreciate you checking in with us and filling us in on what's going on with the African pangolin. You're most welcome, and thank you, and thank you for the support that you give towards the pangolin, both in Africa and Asia. It's really needed. Um, awareness and believing in this animal and giving it uh, a reason to survive, I think, is, is paramount, and thank you for doing that. Well, we are more than happy to help. We love pangolins. You've been listening to State of the African Pangolin with Lisa Highwood. This is Risha with Behind the Schemes.